a pod about Duchenne muscular dystrophy, a genetic progressive disease mainly affecting boys. The earlier you find out, the better the prognosis. This episode is about defining moments and what you can achieve with a positive mindset. You will meet Team Dalsgaard Pedersen from Denmark. He's 28 and he recently became a world champion. Welcome to the podcast, Tim. Thank you very much. Thank you much. Thank you for, for having me. You participated in the Danish power chair hockey team and you won the world championships in Switzerland in August this year. Congratulations. Yeah, we did. Thank you very much. Thank you. How did you celebrate? Oh, yeah, it was a it was an awesome awesome experience, you know. It was uh, my first tournament and we just we made it, you know. They finished second for four years ago, so we kind of have to had to win, you know, for you felt that. <laughs> we felt that anyway, and uh, a lot of the guys had have a lot of ex- experience, so it's uh, it was kind of what what's been missing. Um, yeah, and we celebrated very, very much. Uh, there was a big party down there uh, after the games, where we you know we party with with all of all the different teams. So we are ten nations, and it was just a, a huge party, and you know everybody is super happy for for the experience and. But we was, of course, we were a, a bit more happy. But you know, uh, it was uh, it was just a huge huge experience, and we uh, drank a lot of beers and drinks, and uh, you know, just uh, having a good time. And uh, yeah, who did you play against in the finals? We played against against uh, the Netherlands. Uh, yeah. How long have you practiced power chair hockey? Uh, I've been looking through my notes. I've played. Uh, Power football for uh, for two years. That's not so long. You're a natural. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I must be. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, um, I've played the, the Danish uh, Danish called uh, ill hockey uh, in in English. It's called vault uh, hockey for yeah for for twenty years. So I kind of have have a lot of experience from that. So I kind of kind of like can bring that to um, to floorball and. Uh, Power hockey, uh, so uh, so you know it's uh, yeah it's not that hard of uh, a difference I would say. Um, can you tell us a bit more about the sport power chair hockey? Yeah, I can. Uh, power chair hockey is uh, it's a it's a game where you play five with five versus, versus five players, and and you play uh, two times uh, twenty minutes, uh, and it's in a in a field with uh, with bands so. Uh, the ball can can run out of play, um, and then you play. Yeah, you have uh, you have five players on the field, and uh, two of those players uh, have to be a tee stick. You know where the where the the tee stick is uh, on move uh, is sat on the chair. Uh, so uh, so you and then you have two players who can play with uh, normal floorball sticks. Um, Do you have a goalkeeper? Yeah, and and one of the tee sticks has to be a, a goalie, um, and uh, I play as a goalie um, on the national team. Um, and you know, uh, it's just a very fast game. What's your team's next goal? Um, if we take uh, with the national team, it's uh, we have a European Championship uh, in two years, and uh, I know uh, we in Denmark have tried to get the tournament to uh, to Denmark. Uh, and I know the place uh, is uh, it's hopefully going to be Denmark, and then I hope we can 
we have to we have to defend the world championship. So of course we are going to try to to win the European championship. Of course, yeah, we have to. You have moved to your own apartment. How long have you lived there? Um, I lived by myself in my own apartment for six and a half years. And you're working part time for the city with the administration. That gives you time to practice with your team. Yeah, I do. I work uh, three days a week, uh, and then I have uh, all this uh, personal coaching with uh, on the side. Um, yeah, I have a busy schedule, but uh, I love what I do, so it's fantastic. Have you been into gaming or esports? Um, a little bit. Uh, I have played uh, PlayStation for many years, uh, uh, mainly uh, FIFA uh, football, uh, and then I've played uh, GTA and something. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, but I don't really play anymore. Uh, I, uh, I, t- I try to be uh, alive in real life, you know, to be uh, to be present. Uh, and I've, I think I've I've kind of used my time uh, for PlayStation at the moment. You were diagnosed with Duchenne muscular dystrophy when you were how old? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I was uh, it was uh, when I was uh, five years old. I got the disability. Um, I wouldn't say uh, I can remember that much, but uh, I know we we were in uh, Austria on on ski uh, ski trip uh, with my family, and I I, I can just remember you know uh, I was skiing for I don't know not not very long, and then in the middle of the day I just couldn't stand on my legs, um, you know just uh, and my parents thought I, I just was you know a kid who <laughs> kind of like uh, was uh, annoying or just didn't want to um, to move, but uh, actually I couldn't. Uh, and we talked to a doctor down there, and and he took some some blood samples. And when I got home, I was in the hospital for a week where they tested me, and uh, and then I, shortly before I turned six, I got my uh, yeah. And you say you want to encourage everyone to try out different sports. Why? Um, because uh, that was what has been working for me. You know, um, it's for uh, it's very good to, to make you feel alive and to make you to feel that you are moving. Uh, and I know you can be active, uh, even though you you have a disability and. There's a lot of things I can't do, but uh, I would say my life has been a lot better uh, because I have been playing hockey and I've played uh, floorball and going to fitness and so on. So it's kind of like find what's, find out what's working for you um, that, and, and, you know, it, it makes you, you feel alive and your body feels better when you're moving. Um, also, uh, when you're moving, you kind of like get a better mental state. Um, and and it helps on, on everything, I would say, uh, happiness and, you know, also uh, trying to cope with the disability in, uh, in the right way. Um, so so I, I hope people get inspired by what I'm doing. And uh, I know I know a lot of people are, um, but of course, I, I want to, to show more and um, show that even though you got to Shen, you can you can do a lot of things. And it's not only physical things, uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of things. Um, but I'll say uh, I just always wanted to move, but I, I'm from a family where, where you are active, you, uh, you do sports, uh, 
Uh, my dad has played uh, basketball and football for many years, and you know, uh, my mom usually also uh, was active, uh, walking and running, and uh, yeah, so, so it's it's not new for me. So your parents encouraged you to do different sports. They they really did, uh, and uh, I played uh, football for as long as I could. I could run and and walk and and so on. I couldn't participate uh, on the right uh, with the other guys, but you know, I, I loved to play. And even though I, when I got my wheelchair when I was about twelve, I, I still kind of like kicked the ball around uh, when I was in a chair because it was one of the things I loved the most at the time. And then thankfully, I, I find uh, I found hockey at that time. Um, I had a good friend who, uh, uh, where I go to a physiotherapist said to me you have to try this and talk to my my mom and his mom talked to my mom and you know then I then I was at a tryout and you know I what I've been missing for when I couldn't play football anymore I found in, in hockey and so yeah and then this then it's the competitiveness uh, and uh, the togetherness uh, in the team and you know are both equally important yeah I would say I would say <laughs> uh, I always wanted to win, so it's 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 important to me. Of course, it is, but you know, uh, it's a uh, it's in a way when you when you play, you have something to talk about, and you forget the the, the normal day and uh, everyday life. You know, uh, that's on the field we we're kind of equal. Uh, there's and I don't think about I'm I'm disabled because uh, that's not the point. Uh, I, I've kind of like lose track of time and. Kind of like disappear from my body. It sounds crazy, but you know when you you kind of focus on the things you can change and forget everything you you can't do. Um, yeah, and then you know I've I've kind of like zone out. I don't see everything else. I'm just on the field. What else does power chair hockey bring into your life? I mean, it's a lot of social stuff, you know. Um, and then it's the, the the travels and the trips and uh, being together, uh, ten uh, ten players, uh, nine boys and uh, one uh, one girl and on the national team it's uh, it's an experience I I don't want to live without uh, the one you know we we was uh, in Switzerland and together and uh, living side by side eating breakfast together and have to practice and going to games together it's yeah it's, I'll say it's a, a lot of different things but. Uh, first of all, it's it's uh, it's how you feel with with the other players uh, on your team, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I really hope uh, everybody else uh, who, who don't do sports uh, have that kind of uh, social life, uh, and, and and it's been my my almost I would say my whole uh, social life has been uh, through sports. Um, so uh, I, I I think it's really really sad when when. Uh, if you don't get out of the house and you just uh, play esports, uh, and then uh, last day I was listening to uh, to your podcast. I can't remember it was episode four, four I think, where you uh, you talked to uh, a dad who lost his uh, his son with a disability, where they found out he had a lot of social life uh, online. Robert Steen in Norway. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And his son Mats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What hit me in that. In that episode was, uh, I, I didn't know you could have a social life uh, that that great uh, on social, uh, as on uh, online. I haven't noticed. So, 
but you know if if that's what you want it's 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 also great but i would say uh, the most important thing to me is to get out of the house to be to be uh, to be traveling like uh, like a normal normal person do you believe that sports are important for a good quality of life yes yeah i really do you know i haven't been but less uh, i haven't been weaker than i am now um but i haven't felt better you know in my mental state and how i how i am and i haven't been more uh, liberated or free from uh, all the you know uh, all the all the stuff that's different uh, from my life uh, like i like i'm feeling now um, and i don't think i have been more active so in life uh, like i am now um, and i think it's down to i'm taking care of my body i'm trying to eat healthier and you know just to try to get a good hydration and yeah start to you know have a have a have a rhythm and go to bed in normal time and don't don't stay up to uh, very late and so on so so i feel it's yeah it is important to to have a, a social life yeah how is everyday life in denmark for you if it's possible to compare to other countries good question um i would say in denmark we are we are fortunate we have a very good system um and you know i have uh, i have five uh, personal assistants and i have uh, personal assistants 24 hours a day um so on that point uh, i'm kind of free um, and you know i, I live by myself and uh, can do uh, i have my own car i can drive where i want to when i when i need to and uh, so, so I, I feel great i have a i have a lovely life with with uh, with a lovely apartment where i can uh, go out to the garden by myself and i can uh, you know i have a, a room for my personal assistant so and I, when I have uh, friends over or family over, I can just kind of like say, "Thank you for your help. Can you uh, can you give me some uh, some privacy?" And uh, you know, I I'm doing a lot of stuff I like, so uh, I think it's it's a very good system we have. But you know, we we still have to fight for for different things, of course. Uh, but but I think it's like that everywhere. But when you talk to uh, to guys from uh, the Netherlands, uh, Italy is somewhere in Europe. It's uh, it's a lot different, and I feel they they don't have the same fortunate uh, system uh, like we have in Denmark. Uh, but I know it's getting better down out there too. But uh, for what I I know, I, I think we I think maybe I live in the best country in the in the world for for the situation I'm in. Um, and I know uh, that can be. Uh, be maybe a problem sometimes because it can take away your I don't know your your freedom maybe uh, kind of a way you know with when you have a system that's so good so maybe you don't you don't want to maybe go outside or maybe you you are kind of like secure uh, and then you don't have to do as much by yourself I would say that that could be a problem but you know I I, I think we have a great system I will do. described that you had a wake-up call five years ago that changed your life and your mindset what happened 
Um, I wouldn't say it's specific one thing, but um, I've I know a lot of guys with, uh, with with my disability, and I I've lost uh, some good friends down the road, uh, and I'm kind of kind of like you know you think is I'm the next next one to go, and uh, that's kind of where I got my wake up call, and I know I I had to do more, I had to become more, I had to to be more in life. Um, because uh, that's kind of like, you know, time's up kind of thing where, where you know that time is running out and you kind of like have to get the best out of it. And five years ago, I, I kind of like maybe giving up or accepted that uh, the life I, I wanted, I couldn't have. But uh, I've kind of like said to myself, I have to do it. I have to I have to do it for, for the friends I've lost and I have to to prove that even though I have a, uh, I would say tough life, but I have, a, I have, you can say life against me, maybe. Um, I said to myself, I had to do this. I had to do this for uh, Andreas, my friend that lost many years ago, and uh, I had to do it for uh, a guy named uh, Jacob and another guy named Jacob. And that's why you know, I got the focus to uh, to eat healthy because I know it it helps. It's important for everybody and. Even though you have a disability, it's kind of like more important, I would say. Uh, and and I know, I know a lot of guys who uh, just neglect it. You know, just no, uh, my life is tough enough. And first of all, so I don't have, I don't want to think think about that. It's okay, it's okay. You you can choose, but I think I think it's a shame. So fitness and a healthy lifestyle is something you're passionate about now. It is now, yeah. It's, it has become, uh, you know. Uh, it haven't always been like that, but as you grow older, you kind of, I'll say, know more and get get wiser. And yeah, so it is very important important to me. But it's also because I know a lot of guys who who is doing it, and I can see it makes a difference. And uh, when you're together with with people who try to be uh, healthier and happier and and so on, you you kind of put it on yourself too because you you are the the five people you spent the most time uh, time with. So, of course, when when everybody is uh, active around you, you kind of like also get want to be active. So, what do you do when you're active? Mm, I usually go to uh, I go to fitness uh, two times a week. Um, yeah, uh, where with where my my assistant helped me with with the stuff I can do, and then then I've kind of like as the years gone gone down find some exercises I could do. Yeah, trying to find out because some machines I can use because I can can get over if it's on a chair I have to sit and so on and maybe there is not enough room around the uh, around the machine so you have to be creative and <laughs> try to find what what works for you uh, and I I think I have 10 exercises I could do. Yeah, and then it takes about an hour two times a week. Yeah. When you exercise or play power chair hockey, do you have to be cautious that you don't overdo it? Yeah, uh, of course I have. I have to. I've talked to uh, to the guys guys at the rehabilitation center in in Denmark for for muskelsvind, and uh, yeah, you know we we talked about it, and I, I I don't have to overdo it. So after my workout, I should have to uh, do the same stuff when with my arms afterwards. Um, so it's. It's kind of a feeling, you know. So if I if afterwards I can maybe I can't uh, 
Eat with a fork, exactly, or uh, move my arms up to the chair. Then I've I've done too much. Um, so it's, but I don't know anybody else with Duchenne who is uh, going to fitness. So uh, it's kind of like you have to feel it yourself. And you also work as a personal coach. Yeah, I do. I do. I have been uh, working as a coach for the last uh, last year, and. Uh, I, I try to inspire people with, you know, walking the talk myself. Um, and then, first of all, I, you know, I've I got some results my, myself and become better and a lot more energy uh, down the road. And I, I've kind of like want to expi- inspire people. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I've been doing this for for a year, and it's it has been challenging to me. And I. I've done a lot of stuff uh, I didn't thought I could do. Uh, I'll say just uh, the last few weeks I've been uh, walking down the street uh, and just uh, asking uh, people randomly, uh, how do you feel about a healthy lifestyle? Just, you know, kind of like talked about it. And then, of course, I I want to to help them if if they want my help. So it's uh, kind of like inviting them into, into a talk with me when I show what what I can do for them. Uh, yeah, and you have said, find a way to be active also mentally. Yeah, of course. And then it's a lot of personal development. So it's, yeah, you know, it never stops uh, personal development. It's 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 forever. So uh, I, I love to, I love to read books and about personal development and try to read my, uh, write my, uh, my dreams down and what I want to do and you know one dream I, I've written down was to to be the be at the World Cup and uh, the second was win the World Cup and yeah we, we did that so I think it's working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how would you coach a person who maybe wants to make a change but says oh yes I will start tomorrow? Hmm. Uh, I'll say uh, you have to start now. Uh, you can No have, excuses. No excuses. You can have uh, <laughs> You can uh, you can have results and excuses. Choose one. That was maybe a thing I would say. But then, then it's you know it's it's just to ask ask them what 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 kind of a change do you want to make? Uh, is it all you want to find a workout you could do, or is it uh, I want to stop smoking? Or it can be different different things. You know, it is like kind of like find a a plan for for them a plan they they can do. And it's not something I say they have to. It's uh, something they they've kind of like have to agree on and have to say uh, I want to do this. And and then I've, of course I, I try to help them with uh, what they have to eat. And yeah, so yeah. I know that you have a routine every morning. Yes, I do. I started and uh, it's I've done it for like two years now. And it's uh, I started getting up a bit earlier. Uh, I started get up and I'm waking waking up at 6 a.m. every morning. Uh, then it's kind of like getting me ready. And then when I got my breakfast, I I usually take a half an hour. Where first I start with uh, 15 minutes where I, I read in a book, and then the next uh, 15 minutes I listen to uh, to some uh, personal. Uh, it can be uh, right now. I'm listening to uh, Darren Hardy uh, every morning. He sends some uh, clips, you know, small videos for like 
they are about 10 minutes where the, he talk about how to grow and how to be better and uh, it's the one he, he he's uh, written a book I've, I've read uh, called uh, the compound effect and uh, it's also a very good book uh, and it's about taking the small steps every day to become better um, and it's everything you do now com- compound over time so if you do a lot now uh, and keep doing it of course it will compound into more but if you don't if you're doing less of course it's you're gonna compound the, the other way uh, so uh, and then i try to read my three most uh, important stuff i have to do that uh, that specific day and then i try to read down my my dreams for for the future and uh, and it's not i would not say it's it's very big dreams it's not just small dreams it's uh, you know uh, an example could be uh, of course, I want to win, win the European Championship in two years. Uh, a different one could be I want to travel to, to the US next year. What is the biggest change in you as a person now and before your defining moment five years ago? I would say the biggest uh, biggest changes I've taken responsibility for my life. And I've kind of like, I, I know now I can change my life. I can change uh, so I say that's the big, big biggest difference is that I've taken responsibility and I, uh, I've kind of like, uh, you know, know now and I can change, I can change my life, I can change for the better, even though I have a disability. It's, it's not the defining thing of my life, but I would say, it's probably the strength of my life is that I have this because it gives you a pers- perspective that's. Uh, it's hard to put into words what what that means, but uh, I'm used to be everything is can be a a bit uphill, uh, you know, a bit uh, a bit tough maybe, but uh, that that gives you uh, some strength and you know it's it helps you when when things get tough. You I kind of like yeah, it gives you some an extra push, I would say. And you're a role model to a lot of people. And um, in two years, you will turn 30. How do you see your life in two years? In two years? Um, hopefully, I my plan is to, to live as a coach uh, full-time uh, and, and traveling around and talking to people and doing some... Uh, hopefully, I have my own podcast at the time uh, about personal development and, yeah... I'll say that's that's the big dream, and of course I want to have kids, and uh, yeah, you know, just like uh, everybody else, I think. Um, yeah, hopefully I I have my own place and not a rental uh, at the time. Uh, so yeah, it, this is only the beginning. Yeah, you're smiling now, and you're looking happy. Yeah, I'm, I I really am happy, and uh, it's I love to dream. I love to you know dream big and go for it. And if someone listening now wants to take part of your videos, where can they find them? Uh, on Instagram, my uh, my account is uh, Tim uh, underscore fit twenty four underscore by underscore handy. And thank you so much, Tim Dalsgaard Pedersen from Denmark, for sharing your inspiration and your passion for fitness and your belief that you can always find a way to be active, also mentally. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for having me, and uh, thank you for for doing this podcast. Uh, I think it's 
it's awesome that uh, that you uh, help bring awareness to uh, to the disability group. Thank you. This pod, Take on Duchenne, what you need to know about Duchenne muscular dystrophy has been produced by Komma, and my name is Maria Mettel Swamalainen. The podcast has been produced with financial support from PTC Therapeutics.